Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, every good series has got one, and the Formula One boys are no different. Straight to the Apex Christmas special, coming your way right now. How about that? Before we start with the Christmas special, please do consider like, share, subscribe, and comment. Drop any reviews you want to drop, and share the podcast around. If you've got a Formula One fan in your life, Send them this podcast. They will love it. Right, let's get started. Straight to the Apex Christmas special. Here we go. This meeting is being recorded. Evening. Christmas. It's a Christmas special of uh, Straight to the Apex. I can't remember what episode number this is, but... 26. 26. Cheers, Mark. One more daily, not something advent calendar. Yay. Uh, completely off guard, I just shouted out press record because, once again, as always, Tony turns up 10 minutes late, doesn't listen to Mark while he's getting the rollicking for turning up 10 minutes late and just sits there casually eating whatever he's eating. And he suggested the town. I don't know. Oh. Um, we've lost one. Shit, I've got to step in and do something now. Hi. But James left. Yeah, do I need to stop the podcast? Ah, he'll join again. Don't worry. How are you, Mark? You all right? I, I'm all right, thanks. Something's going like on here and I don't like it. Oh, oh dear. What's going on? I like on? the jumper. Thank you, it's Harry Potter. Of course it is. You love Harry Potter, don't you? Well, yeah. I don't like this. What's going on? No. Nothing. What Nothing. Is going on? Your, your face. There's something going on. <laughs> You're mine now. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a podcast of just me having a go at you. No, the lights are going to go off in a minute, and James is going to turn up at your front door. He's going to turn up at my front door? I best not, don't Yeah. I hope you're ready. He's coming. I'm going to have a look. Ian? Ian, Ian. I don't don't know. He might have something planned. I don't know. He might turn up at my door. I'm not sure. Anyway. So, F1. Well, yeah. The season is over. Yeah. How has it been? What do you think? Good. Where have you been? I can't believe I just fucking did that. So, we've recorded, barring this one, 45 episodes of this now. And every time when you get that little pop-up saying, this is the meeting, it's been recorded, and you've got got it or leave it. I always read it really carefully and then make sure I've clicked on got it and think to myself, don't fucking click on leave it. For some reason, I clicked on leave it. Yeah. Well done. Well done. You've planted. Remember our plan. Start, start, started really well here, haven't I? You know, start off by ripping into Tony and then I go and just like disconnect myself. And then I have a mass panic and can't get the bloody passcode back in properly because I'm a spanner. 
I don't like this. Tony Tony was grinning all the way through it, like something's going on. But anyway, carry on with the Formula One podcast, James. Where was you? Episode 26. Yeah, so yeah, episode 26. One more than the advent calendar. Dipshit there. I don't even need to elaborate who dipshit is. I'm pretty certain all the listeners actually know who dipshit is by now. Once again, turns up 10 minutes late. Despite he was the one who went, oh yeah, let's do this at 8.15. Yep. I still love the fact that you went pretty much full on at Tony. Can't believe you fucking done it again. And Tony just sat there eating. He's still eating now. Cool as you like. Oh, you've been gone and he's still chomping away. Whatever. Like, oh, whatever, mate. What are you going to do? I needed the chicken to cook. You've got to cook chicken well. You don't want to get sick. Right. But you suggested the time for the podcast. I know, but the chicken wasn't done. It was either me shit myself again or just push the podcast back. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Right. Are we all got Christmas jumpers on? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I, I was really worried, Mark, that you weren't going to do it or something like that and you were going to think it was like another trap. <laughs> it did cross my mind quite a few times. I was like... <laughs> In fairness, I've also been sitting there thinking, I- I- I'm going to... I'm going to tear up wearing a Christmas jumper. Neither of these two fuckers are going to be doing it because Tony's going to message him and go, hey, remember when James did this? Well, you, you, you did put in the group, don't be screwed to yourself. Or, oh, he's deadly serious. So I went for it and I went hat. Well, yeah, because I, I, I was sat here yeah, just shitting myself. Oh, you've gone all out oh, socks as well. Oh, yeah. All right. Just gained a few viewers oh. there. Yeah. Are we, uh, are, we, are we all going to model the Christmas jumpers now? And I, I, I know, you know, the... The, the, the listeners won't be able to hear see it or anything, but mine's oh, got Mark. penguins on. Mark's sporting a, a very a very nice little Harry Potter themed grimbo jumper with lots of Harry Potter scars along the top. Yep. Uh what you got, T Dog? Well, good effort that mate. You are not gonna stand up and let us see the rest of it. No, he's got chicken. No, Nobody wants to see my booty. Is it because you've got nothing on from the waist down and you're worried that if you stand up, you might stand too high? Potentially. He sat on the toilet. Potentially. Yeah, <laughs> it might be. Let's have a look at yours, James. Here you go, lads. <laughs> wow. Hey. And he's got a little pom-pom through his hat. That's how he's done present the podcast. You've done this before. Perfect what? in the circle. Me, me just going like that, like I'm just like flicking a nipple on the screen. Well, yeah, you can do if you want. Yeah. Um, well, I meant jumper, but oh well. <laughs> so, yeah, um, obviously no race to talk about or anything else like that, but thought we could do a little bit of a season review. Not not just about the race itself, but you know, we, we can look back on the, the podcast what we've done, what we found funny, what we found annoying, which I'm pretty certain me and Mark will both say the exact same thing, fucking Tony. <laughs> Everything um, you're awesome. Yeah, obviously we have got a bit of news that we've got to go through, obviously, especially yeah. after today. We've pretty much been like, Great yeah, I'm off. see you later. Mm. Uh, but before we do all that, obviously, as always, massive shout out to Andy and the rest of the guys at Cookie Cast, um, still putting up with us, still putting up with Tony. 
You know, he, he has messaged me and Mark separately a few times, just saying, look, lads, you need to do something about Tony. But we've been like, look, you know, he's, he's a good kid. You know, go easy on him. Thank you. We, we get paid for you know, dusting him, don't we? I mean, like, we're like carers, surely. Yeah, we, we get paid by the government to look after him. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard a rumour that there's going to be a Christmas festive advert from Tony Rawson tonight. Ooh. Is he? Is it, I didn't, I didn't I, I've that. actually heard this as well. I, I've heard that you have written lyrics to make for, for season two of Straight to the Apex. You've written lyrics for a jingle with Straight to the Apex as part of said lyrics, but you're also going to sing it along to the theme from the Coca-Cola Christmas advert. Hmm. Uh, other and soft drinks available out there. And for <laughs> rapping it as well, I've heard, because he's, you know, he's a bit of a... A gangster is our attorney. Well, he like the rap. Because <laughs> it's gonna be like a Biggie no. Small um, video where he stood on top of a tree and just P Diddy stood behind him with his big sunglasses on and white suit. No, I mean that's something to look forward to later. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I that, that, that's Tony's that. dreams and aspirations right there. I didn't get that menu memo, so um oh well. And I've got to prepare for these things very seriously. Yeah, well, funnily enough, I've got a few things that uh, I, I may be sharing about your your passion, um, your drive, and your commitment to this podcast, Tony, as well. But um, we'll get we'll get to that later. We'll get to that oh. later. Okay. So, oh my god, wait, up to lads. Anyway, I, I ain't seen you from a few weeks. We might have a little bit of a chin wag. I've well, seen you. I've seen you on Saturday and you blatantly ignored me in the car again, James. Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were pulling into Tesco in Beverly. I was in a car in a bright yellow running jacket, waving like an absolute lunatic. You just looked right through me. It hurt. Oh, man. I didn't see you. Sorry. You never fucking see me. Every time I've seen you, like when I've been to work, it's, oh, is that you? You it's because when I'm driving, I'm not looking out the window or anything. I'm, you know, I'm just reading books and stuff. You're like a Formula I'm One not. driver. You're in the zone. I'm not. For the record, I don't read books or check my mobile phone or anything else like that while I'm driving, just no, in case no, you know, anyone, anyone from the five or is listening to this and just thinking, lads, lads, we've got him, we've got him. Get the fucker. Here he is. Fucking open confession. I don't do that. I can't read. Are we ready for Christmas? First and foremost. Pretty much. Pretty I mean, much. Shock horror he's shaking his head. Because he probably doesn't even know what date it's on. Oh, mate. He'll, he'll celebrate on the fucking 26th. You know, he'll turn up late. I'm at work then. You're at work, are you at work on Christmas Day? Or Boxing, Boxing um, Day. Boxing, Boxing Day. Day. Oh. Yeah. NHS. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Hero. Real life hero there. Real life hero. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, don't, I have a plan. and um, It's just when I execute that plan, it's just got to be the right time. You, usually right Christmas time. Day is a good day to execute it. Just, just... Well, it's got to be before Christmas Day, of course. But, yeah. but it will be, don't worry. Um, it's just not the right time yet. So I'll, I'll do it then. Don't worry. Don't worry. You can count on tea. Are we missing our Sunday fix? Our weekend fixes? I am. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> them nuts aren't in it. <laughs> the same. <laughs> I was, was going to say, yeah, you're not getting as much shut eye on a Sunday now. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, <laughs> it's, it's nice. You're not stressing out of George Russell smashing another driver off or Max Verstappen winning again. Um, yeah. This is yeah, but now you just get annoyed when you're watching Toy Story, don't you? Mm. Chris, I haven't seen any of the films yet. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's just sad, isn't it? It's coming back, though. It'll be back February, and there's more races, so we won't be able to get enough next season. It'll just be constant in your face. This podcast, F1, F1, this, F1, that, it'll just be so intense, you just won't be able to get away from it. Well, they've chopped the China race for next year, haven't they? Which uh, yeah, is a surprise that. with them the ongoing issues they're having with COVID. Yeah, issues is putting it very, very lightly, but that's are another they, conversation. Are they replacing it, or have they not? I think they are. I've got um, is it the Algarve International Circuit in Portugal? Of course, that was a good or race before. It, Istanbul right. Park. Mm-hmm. Obviously, in Turkey, for those that are um, got a D in GCSE geography. Um, obviously, in Turkey, some people might not know this, Mark. That this well, hey, podcast, I, I'm shocked that you did, really. But you know, well, yeah, we're also potentially looking at a street race in London, which is in the United Kingdom, for anybody else who got a D in geography as well. London, yeah, bloody hell. That's down south, mate. How are they going to pull that off? Close a couple of streets. I mean, it's what they do around here all the time, isn't it? You find a pothole, you close half of all. Well, let's not go there because, fucking hell, I might lose my shit. Um, but anyway, do all listen to this council. Instead of a Formula one fueled kind of Tony's outrage here, it could be just like whole city council, potholes in the road, or what have you done? What's happened? <laughs> you you've hit a pothole and you you've you've knackered a tire or something, haven't you? Maybe. Oh no! Oh, did I get that smack on? Please, please not in Beth's car because well, you won't be alive if that had been the case. This is very true. I mean, I, I don't know. Unless if Beth doesn't know, but I may have had an accident and bust two tires in a pothole quite recently. No, didn't know this. Neither you, neither you knew that, but now everybody knows. Yeah. Please elaborate. I was driving and I, and I hit a pothole. Where, where was you? I was miles away from where I should have been. And, uh, yeah, the car literally just went into, like, crazy limp mode. And both tyres dramatically and very quickly went down. And I shit myself again. 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 Beth um, went mental um, for for me for my safety, really. Not hers, mine, obviously. Uh, and we just had to pull it, pull it, pull it over to the side of the road, and then ring various people. Three hours later, RAC come. Whoa, 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 Three hours I later, know. flatbed comes. Was Beth in the car with you at this point? Yes. Yeah, she was. Oh, God. How are you still living and breathing? Yeah. 
So <laughs> for anybody out there, just go steady on them roads. Top Tony tip. Just just go steady. I didn't. I didn't. I, we didn't. Oh, we didn't end up on oh. Joe at Silverstone this year. Well, because I've got very very good driving skills. Tony, um, just stop right there. Stop on that point because I've just had a text from your wife. He almost killed me. Sixty mile an hour. He went over a tree and in a pothole. You need to fucking elaborate a bit more. <laughs> what actually Maybe happened? For another day. You know, because apparently he was a good driver. What actually happened? I mean, I just want to say I'm a fantastic driver. If there's anybody listening to this podcast right now that maybe, maybe, you know, involved in all these insurance and um, solicitors and lawyers and whatnot, just everybody's fine. The car's fine. Everything's sorted. Don't worry. Off air, and I mean, you could private message me if you want, or private message one of the guys. I'm sure we can. Um, I can give you more details, but I've we're all okay. A... Don't worry, everybody. We're all okay. All right. Li- I know listener, you're concerned about that. A listener's just text me and put hashtag shit driver. I'm an amazing driver, and let's not go into driving that because I mean, I've just had everyone in Leeds anywhere, Team Sport, Silverstone, Donington, any car. Any car with an engine in, I'll beat you. So, let's, you let's... know, when you start going on like this, Tony, you remind me of if you ordered Tyson Fury off Wish. You, you know, how's that? Is that bad? Is that, is that real bad? Cheap, you know, anytime, any place, I'll take you, you dosser. <laughs> I'll do this, you know. I didn't say dosser. That's not me. Tyson wow. Fury says it. You're saying, I'll, I'll call Mark a dosser, you dosser. We certainly need to know more about this accident, but um, I, I get the feeling he doesn't want to divulge a bit because he's maybe slightly embarrassed by it all. Maybe we need to do another podcast straight to the apex after hours. <laughs> well, it's all right, Mark, because Beth, I'm sure, I'm very certain Beth will tell us everything now as I now invite her into the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> our special are. guests, the wives. The, su- the survivor of the accident, Beth. <laughs> Sat there with a neck brace on. Oh, full body cast. Yeah. We're all right. <laughs> so, apart Are from personal... What I was trying to do there, I thought I was leading this week, mate. My podcast, <laughs> not yours. Yeah, I thought you'd like that one. So, yeah, apart from... Um, Tony's traffic news. What 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 other news have we got then, lads? There's been a hell of a lot today. Well, it's the team principal merry-go-round. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I was at work, and about every every five ten minutes, I was getting another ping going. Oh, so and so's moved here. So and so's moved there. This guy's left. It's like fucking hell. Well, I think Fred Vasseur. We said on a previous podcast, the rumor was he was going to Ferrari, and that's happened. What I'm surprised about is McLaren team principal. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised about this. The I don't know if they fired him or they've, they've sacked him. No, no, he's, he's gone. I, I want to pronounce his name, Tony, because it is a good name. What's his name? 
Well, I want you to tell me. Somebody messaged me his name. That rules the game, really, doesn't it? Message me his name and I'll repeat it on the podcast. Message. Don't 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 message me a fucking stupid ass fucking name like fucking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, that Bob's bunny. Ben Dover. When did he wear? <laughs> Are you actually? You, you don't know it. That sounds like a book. Come on, Seedle. <laughs> Andrea, and Andreas Seedum. Nearly. He's like a villain. But no, I am wrong. He's left to go somewhere else and not take a principal job somewhere else. Is it a director's role? He's become chief executive of Salber to oversee Audi coming into Formula One. Mm. A lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that I don't think we know about and they're all kind of just shuffling around. Well, the guy who McLaren have promoted, Andrea uh, Stella, he's been at McLaren a hell of a long time because I remember his name when Lewis was there. Mm. Um, so he's now been promoted. And it was also, is it the Williams guy's gone as well? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, he was on draft to survive a lot last year. And mm. they've gone, which, I, you know, I'm not surprised. He, um, he hired the idiot that is our favourite on this podcast. The goat. The Sorry, goat. the goat. Sorry, the goat. I said idiot. Goat. I meant goat. Sorry, I meant goat. He will be missed. He will be missed. I wonder why be. they've left. R.I.P. Nicholas. I bet mean, he's not dead. <laughs> uh, because Latifi went, they, they were just like, you know what? If you get rid of him, I'm going. I can't cope anymore. I don't want to manage <laughs> any going. other driver. So get- yeah, don't want to manage any other driver than. The goat. Once you've had the greatest of all time, what it's only down there. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, Williams didn't have the best of seasons. There's other teams around them that seem to be like laying the foundations for better years to come. They're absolutely miles off it. Are they seeing something that we aren't? We we can't. And are they just checking out now, or has there been a change of plan? And they're gonna, they've been, they've gone like, now nah, we didn't sign up for this. Their struggles are tied with Merck. I mean, it's the engine, mm. Merck's engine's been shit. I mean, I'm not saying that Williams have designed a fantastic car, but it all ties in that Merck have got not no power, and Williams mm. have suffered, haven't they? Hmm. I don't know. Well. On the same theme, our beloved Bonotto has, has, has left. And he was the first one, wasn't he? First one to go. Sad. Yeah. Very sad. Very sad. I think he officially leaves on, is it the 31st of December? Mm. Um, bit, and they've got bit, another guy. You want to keep him there for Secret Santa? Bit underhand by Ferrari. Don't you think all this? Mm. We're not sacking him. We're not sacking him. Oh, he's quit. Yeah, it's really weird. They're the one. There's top two. There's three top teams. They're one of them, and and they Toto, like Pat owns the team. Um, what do you call him at Red Bull? Has been there forever. Horner. He's heavily involved in everything there. So, like, (laughs) yeah. Well. 
for Ferrari, they're kind of just like hiring the best person and like putting them there, and they can't really hold on to them for that long. Like, it's but all a bit to, messed up there. But Notto was, I think he was in charge of engines before he was technical um, team principal. He had worked his way up in Ferrari. He knew Ferrari every department. Um, Arriva Benny before him was just an absolute hothead, like absolute idiot. I mm. actually think that Fred Vasseur is a great, great signing for them. Mm. The only thing I worry about is what we've said before is his relationship with Charles Leclerc. I don't know. Can you just? I don't know this, and this keeps getting brought up. What is the relationship? Can you just go back? What What is his relationship? Where, Fred- what's his history? Fred Vasseur was the team principal of Alfa Romeo, and that's where Leclerc was when he first came into Formula One. And mm. he basically made Leclerc team leader and molded that team around Leclerc and kind of promoted him to Ferrari because he built that team around Charles Leclerc. Mm. So him going into Ferrari, I don't think he's very good for Carlos Sainz. Mm. But then we've been over this before, haven't we? Should there be a, a number one driver and a number two driver, and they both know the place, mm. or should it be shared? It's a debate that will go on. Oh yeah, every team will play it differently. Some will have fifty-fifty, and then when one naturally takes the lead, that's the lead. Yeah, that's how Mac. That's how Mac play it. Red Bull, Max's team. Ferrari will now be Leclerc's team. Mm. Aston Martin, rightly or wrongly, Stroll's team. Even though Alonso will have something to say about that, you know. Mm. Yeah, but that's always going to be the case when you know Daddy's running it and stuff like that. But mm. it'll be interesting to see how Stroll yeah. does next season. It'll be interesting again against Alonso, who is well, not against, but you know what I mean. Alonso is is a better driver than Sebville right now. Off the season, yeah. yes. Yeah. So and Alonso is a different character. He's, he's, he's a different breed altogether, isn't he? Is Alonso? I mean, oh, yeah. so it's going to be interesting. He ain't going to take no shit. But Daddy owns the team. This is why. Here's a shout. Will Alonso met the season? Oh, you sod. I was just about to say that. Will, what? He, will, will he either see out the season or will he just do the one? Yeah. Mm. He, he won't keep his mouth shut and, and neither will no. Daddy. No, and if Stroll's getting the, the, the team calls in his favour and Alonso's driving the wheels off the car and then Lance gets the best, better pit strategy or the better parts on the car... Fernando Alonso will not put up with that for long. No. Um, I don't know. You might Unless be right. Paid a lot of money that might be, that might well, yeah, but I don't know. I think that might be a strike of genius there. Mm. I think they might go somebody might just go fuck you, I'm off. No. I'm not doing what you told me to do. But I mean the future's bright for Aston Martin with their brand new factory being completed next year. Uh, and looking at the plans, it looks like it's pretty substantial. Just outside 
well, next to Silverstone. It's got its own wind tunnel. Looks like they're they're going to be a strong team one day potentially. But they've got one massive problem. <laughs> strong. Lance Strong. They are not mm. going to win anything with him driving. They're not. I don't know. I don't know. And, and again, this will be interesting next season, how he does. Because he's been a midfield player for quite a long time. Has he shown anything, like, world-class? No. No. There was maybe no. one place in the wet. Maybe. Mm. Oh. I don't know. I thought about this, and I'll ask you guys. Has he got any pressure? on his shoulders driving for that team or has he got like a different kind he's got a lot he's got because he's a very he's got a very particular position compared to all the other drivers like his dad owns the team like it's not like do you know what I mean he's in a he's in a nice position it's like this like where you work now and whoever's listening where you work now imagine that your mum and dad own the company that you work for, right? Like tomorrow. In my opinion, what are you going to be like? You're just going to walk in tomorrow, fucking like an hour later, and be like, fuck you. Come at me, bro. Come at me, bro. You're either pretty much immune. Where yeah. no one will say out to you because you know you, you, your mum and your dad own the company, and you just get away with fucking everything, or because of who you are, your mum and your dad make a bigger point, and you know you're a minute late, and you get fucking grief. Mm. I, I I don't I don't I don't know I, I think it's difficult to manage anyone if you if you're related to them and stuff like that and uh, yeah. I know we're saying there's a lot on Lance, but it's probably a bit on his dad as well. Probably his dad feels a bit awkward about what he can and can't say. Mm. Uh, you see, I think the pressure's more on Lawrence Strong because Lance clearly yeah. good enough. And I think, how do you sack your own son? You know, he say he builds the best car, say he builds the best factory, say he gets the best engine, and then they still don't win the races. And maybe Alonso's doing like he's winning them, and Lance is probably moaning because he seems that type of person that oh, I'm not winning, I can't I win. At what point do you pull the rug from under your son and say, "Well, actually, you're not good enough, for me. Has he got the balls to do it? That I think so. I think the pressure is more on Lawrence than Lance. Yeah, like you just said Lance will just turn up and be like, "Ah, oh, this is my dad's same. If you don't do as I say, then I'll go tell him." Or he's in a, oh, it's my dad's team. I need to do well. Who knows what he's like? Be at closed doors. Only people at Aston Martin will know that. But he, he's, he's ploughed millions. Billions. Millions. Billions. Like, you just said there, how can he sack his son? He won't sack his son. Because he, 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 he won't sack his son. I reckon if his son stopped driving, he'd like. He'd sell up. Yeah. But again, like, is that a bad? Is that a bad weekend? It's crashed the car. Ah, oh. 
Oh, well. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yes, like, Noel did. Like, yeah. Go to your room. Oh, no PlayStation. Not like a Mick Schumacher. Yeah. It was like, my, I, my career is now severely at risk in F1 after this race, after this, this season. Has Mac announced the um, fair driver yet? Not yet. No. Yeah. Cool. He's rumoured, isn't he? But speaking of fair drivers, Daniel well, Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo didn't take the marketing role at McLaren. He took it at Red Bull. What a guy. Do you yeah. think it's interesting? Do you well, think there's more to it? There's been rumours circulating, haven't they, that Mr. Perez, behind closed doors, is very, very angry, as our Red Bull with him, about everything that's gone on with Max this year, especially in the last few races. Mm. And there's wow. the circulating, the, the rumour is that, um, yeah, Daniel's been brought in as an insurance policy to maybe shut Perez up, or basically give them leverage so that they can just sack Perez and put Daniel straight in the game. Because we, we kind of said this after the last race, didn't we? Because we, we, we touched on, you know, it just being announced by Ricardo going there. And yeah, me, me and you both, Mark, said pretty much the same kind of thing. He's either there to as a mediator between them two or as a third driver, which will just be, so we just get rid of fucking Perez and then we'll just put him in, in the seat straight off. <laughs> I'm sure it's Andrew Benson and Jenny Gow. I'm sure they've put on Twitter that, you know, the stuff behind closed doors is that this whole Perez, Max, Red Bull situation is far from over. So, oh, the, yeah, there's the, the, yeah. I, I know, I know <laughs> Horner after the race was like, yeah, they're talking, they're, they're, they're good friends, you know, they're laughing about it and stuff like that. Bullshit. You know, everything's good. It's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Just like your wife on a remodel. I believe you, Mark, you know, and I believe these people that say this, like Dan Danny Ricardo's just happy to be there. And I think if he was put in a put in the number What's two seat, it just it'd be happy it'd be happy to be there. Do you That's know what I mean? What he be like, he's, in a, he's in a win-win situation because he's yeah. in the top car, if he be, if he has to be number two driver to Matt. He'll do it because whatever put him in the shop. I was there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So maybe I, I do believe that. Yeah. I really don't believe that. I, I honestly believe that the Perez and Max fighting is it's going to keep going and keep going and keep going. I don't think that this is. And I don't think it ends Interesting. Here's a question for you, just going slightly off topic. If you owned an F1 team, who would you take? Would you take either Daniel Ricciardo or Valtteri Bottas? Daniel Ricciardo. Really? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Really? Shall I tell you a quick reason why? Because, in my opinion... Valerie Bottas would probably win you if he had 10 opportunities to win a race, he'd possibly win one. Where if, if Daniel had 10 opportunities to win a race, he would probably win four or five or maybe six. Mm. 
I think forget Daniel of last year. Think about her career. Bottas has done pretty much not a lot. And when he had opportunities at Merck, when Lewis broke down or Lewis crashed or Lewis was out of contention, how many times was Toto angry on the radio? Because Bottas didn't want clinical enough when he was overtaking. He, he, he just he hasn't got that killer instinct like Rosberg had. I think I would say Bottas. I'm not. I'm not. As you can tell, guys, if you're a frequent listener of the podcast, I'm not a fan of Danny Ricciardo. I think this season, I think he's on his way out. I really do. But he's a nice guy and he's great for F1, so he needs to stick around. I would have Bottas because I think he's he's been in many, many races as maybe, okay, as the number two, but he's, he's been up there. He's been, in the, he's been in the hardest fights consistently. Yes, now he's at a worse team. It's kind of still plugging away. I, I think it's a tough call. I, I, I see I see both sides of the argument. I, I get the Danny Ricardo from a couple of seasons ago, um when you know he, he he was in a better state of mind and stuff like that. Um I, I think Bottas is probably the kind of safe answer. because um, it but it'd just be another Mr. Consistent kind of thing, whereas R- Ricardo would at least trying um, again let's, let's use the same fucking analogy they both get 10 races Bottas would just drive you might get a podium here and there and stuff like that but you know we've all seen the memes and stuff like that about him he, he, he doesn't he doesn't seem to emote or anything else like that there's there's no no real passion or drive whereas Ricardo. Yeah, he'd be that happy that you'd given him another opportunity or something. He would go hell for leather. He'd put his heart on his sleeve and he'd just go for it, I think. Mm. Well, good question. That was interesting. Good question, mm. isn't it? I don't know. I was just doing notes for the podcast and I thought, that's a question I want to put it to you. After this season and previous. I like it. Well, after that question, that was a lot more thinking than I intended to do for a Christmas special, mate. I'm not going to lie. Um, I need a little bit of a rest. So, what do you reckon, lads? Quick break, get a couple of um, little infomercials in there. Maybe T Dog's Christmas special advert for Cookie Cast. I'm, I'm not. I'm not moving. I'm going to stay here and wait until I get a message to say we're starting part two. You, you know he's going to be fucking late, Mark. Right? I'm, late. Not, I'm not moving. I am I, not I, moving from here. In this time, I want you to write a quick rap about our podcast to promote it. Ooh. Yeah. Or a haiku. Either or. <laughs> that's, your, that's your homework. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Can only try. Yeah. Do that, then we'll get back. We'll have a look at... We'll talk about the season, our, our podcast, and then a little bit of some interesting stuff. Okay. Hey you, yeah, you that's listening right now, thanks very much for tuning into this episode of Straight to the Apex, the Formula One podcast from CookieCast. If you're enjoying this episode, why not like, share and subscribe? Whilst you're there, feel free to check out some of the other podcasts that CookieCast has to offer. If you like football, we've got a football podcast. NFL more your thing? Then the Laces Out podcast is for you. 
maybe even a little bit of the wrestling. Just look for the Getting Over podcast on CookieCast. Maybe you want to listen to Andy's Darkest Timeline. It's there too. So, the F1 boys have probably got themselves a drink. It's time to get back to the action. This meeting is being recorded. From Bahrain to Saudi, this season has been rowdy. Horner's corner to stir. But why does Mark drive so slow? James, you sexy beast. And that's all I've got to. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back to part two of Straight to the Apex, episode 26. That was a... I don't even think I can call that a, an infomercial or a commercial or anything else like that. Um, I know that Elton John won't be doing any covers of it. Um, and it definitely won't be the Christmas number one unless Simon Carroll releases it for the final song in The X Factor, if that's still even a thing. That's right. You I don't know if it's still a thing because I don't watch that shite. If he did, Tony would probably win it because that's the type of people that are on it. Oh, mate, if Tony went on there, I'd watch it every week and I would vote for him. Yeah, I yes. would. I, I would spend the full week's wages on votes for him. <laughs> I, I, I've just got one one critique from that, that glorious rap that started so well. You didn't actually get straight to the apex, in it? Like, that's what was coming. That's what's coming. I ran out of time. Maybe ne- maybe the viewers will have to tune in at the beginning of next season to get the full one. It's a solid start. I, I quite liked it. I thought you'd be yeah, well in that time, yeah. I mean, really? I feel like we need like a proper intro. Like I know Andy's fantastic by introducing, but then we need our own track, like our own music. Our own jingle. Yeah. Like well. Work on it then. You're the man. You're the you're the. I'll do the it. I've got music I know mogul in the group. I know GZ, producers, as it were. We've got we've got the voice of heaven that is James. Um, I, yeah, I was, I was going to say I can do a bit of singing. It, it could be like Elton John and Bernie Taupin. You know, I, you write the lyrics, I sing the lyrics. Like um, the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Yeah, you see, I'll do the verse, and then you can you can sing the hook. <laughs> Should we do it, Star? Little little Britain. I'm an F1 driver, driver real fast. Do 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the apex, the podcast. <laughs> when did we turn into Londoners? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Chaz and Dave, oh. what are you going to do, Mark? I'll play the tambourine or the triangle or something. <laughs> Beatbox. Yeah. Can you dance? I'll drop a beat. <laughs> there we are. Done. Right. Why, do, why don't you dance? I uh, can't do that. Well, like Bonnie M. <laughs> whatever. But whatever his style is, I mean, he could just make it up. He could be. He could drop a... <laughs> if only it wasn't an audio platform, I would, you know, sh- shake it like I was on Strictly. Wow. Wow, folks. And again, this is ne- next year. Oh, oh, my God. It's going to be everywhere. <laughs> well, so you have to listen to next season anyway, just to see this. Uh, it's, it's more just us now. A little bit of us time. Oh, I'm on bombshell. Oh, what you got? What are you going to say? 
the F1 have dropped the mandatory COVID vaccination, which means that uh, the man, Nico Rosberg, will be back in the paddock for 2023. In, in other words, F1 just got fed up with his bullshit excuses not being able to come to the track and do his job. So they were like, yeah, you don't need it anymore, mate. Maybe. Well, welcome back, Nico. Welcome back. Yeah. We've yeah. missed you. Yeah, I love you. Got another good question. Okay. You know the rules changed this season, didn't they? And many levels. We'll go into it. Mm-hmm. We don't know how them. Did it fail? Did it fail in bringing everybody together on a more even playing field? Or not? Because I've got some... I've got... If to reference no. a, a YouTube channel called The Race, they, they asked this question and there's a 15-minute video and it's very, very interesting. For all you F1 fans out there, have a look. In what the, the 2020... Fuck? What do you wait for them or something? No, I'm just... I'm just I know you're listening to us, but you should really watch these guys. And I'm not even going to do my own thing. I'm going to steal their material. Wow. Wow. They, you steal their have, stuff, and then you tell all of our guys to go watch them. To go watch, they had, to watch and listen to the original, not the fucking rip-off. Well done. They had a, yeah. I don't remember a single episode of Cory where Jack Duff was, was sat there going, oh, you know what, we should watch more EastEnders. <laughs> Dick. You, we need to fucking educate you in how this podcast likely works, mate, because you are failing badly. You've promoted We've got three or four different listeners. ones now. We've got four listeners, one of them being Andy, the other three hopefully being our wives, and you've just sent three of them to go watch fucking YouTube. I mean, it was an interesting question. Anyway, what's this interesting question that you've nicked? Go on. Well, the rule change. Has it it evened up the field or not? I had to reference them. I mean, higher education, you'd understand that, Mark, but you haven't, so... You have to reference these things. Oh, I, well, right. No, hang on. Right. So now you steal another people's material. You're telling our listeners to go to someone else. And then you go and insult me and Mark because apparently we're not highly educated. These N- NHS staff, the wankers, absolutely wankers. I, I was referencing them. I can't, you can't just say, uh, I've got an interesting question, guys. This is it, straight from somebody else's material. You've got to reference them. So, James, what did you say? No? Did you say no, it hasn't? Or no, it has worked? No, I, I think the rules was needed. Yep. Rules was definitely needed. I think what's failed is lack of consistency. That That's it. Uh, you know, a lot, a lot of the changes, like, you know what? We're not going to fucking interfere with you guys anymore. If you think that someone should give the spot back, you two should sort it out. I mean... That they should have left. I think that's right, but we saw the FIA interfere with that a few times through the through the season. Um, yeah, inconsistencies throughout the safety car thing. It's like, mate, come on! If there's people on the track, fucking red flag it. Yeah, yeah. And I know I've done this before, but three laps, three, stewards on the fucking track, and it takes three laps before someone goes, "Oh, hang on." I was thinking about this the other day again. I was just thinking, I was thinking about crashes this season. And that one, even though there wasn't a crash, I was thinking, fucking hell, that could have been 
horrific, right? Mm. But for the whole sport, for most sport. They've stepped in the right direction because cars do seem to be able to follow. I don't think it's as far as as the thought it'd go. I thought I think the thought that the field would be really close together and it's still not. However, they can follow closer. So it is a step in the right way. Um, but I mean, time will tell, won't it? You know, we'll I, I don't feel like the we're gonna get a different winner every week, like F2 or F three or whatever. Yeah. But, I do. I do think that it's promoted that cars can follow for longer without absolutely annihilating the tires. But it's baby steps. I don't think we'd go from point A to point Z straight away or Ferrari point, no. as it's called now. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's gone the right way. It needed to change, like James said. So it's a for me the change for the better. But it's still not far enough. It's going to take a while. The, the, the rules are there, but at the same time, it, you know, there's, there's still money, there's, there's still the, the level of engineering that you've got and stuff like that. So even though you can make the rules so that, you know, you do have closer racing and stuff like that, a lot of it's still down just to the the actual build of the car. Mm. I mean, we, we know it's working. We've seen, you know, the, the, the mid-track races, you know they're a lot closer. The, D, the the DRS trains and stuff like that we've seen this season, which has made it quite interesting. Because I, I think what's good about that is when one of your your, your your front drivers, you know, your Lewis Hamiltons, your Max Verstappens, or something like that, you know, if if they have a shit pit or they spin off the track a little bit and they get stuck in the mid track, it, it's a lot more difficult for them to actually make those spaces back and get back to the position that they was in because. You know they they get stuck in a DRS train, so it's mm-hmm. it's more challenging for them. It makes it more difficult for them. It's always entertaining, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I I I like there being some big teams that are the front runners. Sorry, that's uh, call me a glory supplier. I don't care. Yeah, I, I yeah. You need the underdog, though, don't you? So yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, I think. But like, I, I couldn't. I do. I think I'd enjoy it. Well, maybe I would. I don't know because I've never really seen it. Like, imagine a Williams winning one race and like the Mercedes ended up like fourth and it all jumbled up. Like, but you say that Williams used to dominate. It's like football. It's like rugby. That's yeah, true. Actually, that's a good point. Williams used to be the biggest team, the creme de la creme, up there with McLaren and Ferrari. Like, Mercedes obviously was Jaguar, was whoever else have been called, um, Honda. Mm. You know, Williams had their heyday, and I'm sure it'll come back. Mm. But Cycles. Cycles. Yeah, cycles, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like football teams, like rugby teams, like any mm. sport, you have cycles, and I'm sure that Williams will come back. But like you say, at the minute, you've got the big three and you've then, I mean, Alpha Tauri are never going to be up there because the Red Bull baby sister team, mm-hmm. they won't be allowed to be up there. Aston Martin are trying to be up there. I think what will be interesting is when Audi come in, will they break into that top three? Because mm-hmm. you know, 
Mercedes are never going to be beaten by a Williams or an Aston Martin because they all use a Mercedes engine. And however much they say that it's the same engine, mm. Mercedes aren't going to give them the same engine. Let's be brutally honest. Yeah. But with Audi coming in, that's another one to upset the Apple cart a little bit. They'll be pushing mm. it. Honda look like they're going to stay in now. So it's, you know, it's all that that brand rivalry you want. You want VW, you want Porsche, you want mm. them, because then it will make it entertaining because they're all going to try and better each other. That's true. That's true. Mm. That's true. So, yeah. I've got a few questions then. Let's cash your mind back. Off the top of your head, what was your favourite race of the season? <sighs> I'll give you my Go on, you start. It's bo- it sounds boring, but it's a British Grand Prix. No. Be- because Leclerc, Perez, Hamilton, that battle was absolutely awesome. And that's... I, I tried to think about it. I was thinking about it all day. And I was like, I can't remember that many races that stand out. That one stands out. Mm. I do have to admit, I agree. Because I looked at... Some of the races, I look back in my notes. I don't know if you guys did this, like mm-hmm. the notes to prepare for the podcast. And I was looking through, and that race, I don't know if it's because it just had that moment. The For me, I, I know it was Autosports moment. No, no, it was Lewis wins the action of the year by the FIA. Am I biased? I don't know. I think it was my action of the year as well for me. And that race just had a lot of things in, like a lot of really good moments of racing. And I remember saying it at the time, like it was like edgy you see stand up cheer stuff. Like this is amazing. Like I can't think of another one. I think, I think I was thinking of what was your, I'll, I'll just say it, Max winning, Hungry from 10th and spinning, yeah, yeah, yeah. and still winning. Like, if you tried to like tell somebody that, they'd be like, You're lying, that didn't make sense. But he actually he did that. He span 360, like, well, white 360, and he still won the race from 10th. Like, what? Like, yes, he, he was that good this year. Like he was that good, and then he went to Bel Belgium, started fourteenth yeah. and won. So yeah, what do you think, James? I liked a few of the races at the beginning where Max couldn't finish them. <laughs> they, they were all good. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, Silverstone. Obviously, there was there was there was some interesting fighting there. I I, I know it's not like we're all taking that kind of. Oh yeah, let's just go with what he says. No, that's I don't. Um, but but yeah, again, as much as we say we we don't like the kid, he is good at what he fucking does. You know, he he just needs to develop a bloody personality. Um, well, but well, yeah, the, the amount of races where Max has been in like a shit position in like tenth, fifteenth, and he he's made spots back and got wins and stuff like that. But Brazil. Brazil was a yeah yeah that was racket race. Yeah. The yeah. amount of drama that went on there. Mm. Yeah, that's you that know, Russell and Hamilton and Russell saying are we racing or not? Daniel Leclerc, you know, 
making the comments because he, he knew he needed that win as well. And he was like, oh, please think about the championship. It's like, no, fuck off. Science has got a podium. I can't take that away from him. A lot, lot of drama in there. That's a that's a good shout, Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Lead, leading me on to then, and I think I know the answer for this, who is your driver of the year? Mm. <sighs> Apart from the GOAT, it's too easy to say the GOAT. <laughs> I've got somebody and I think it's Max Verstappen and I know that pains me to say that but he is nailed it he's, yes he's got the best car but you've got to still drive that car and he's won 15 he's the world champion he's completely smashed it completely smashed it 100% agree that's who I've wrote down yeah. You go through twenty all twenty drivers. Not one of them has been as consistent as Max. You you, you can't compare. No, you, you really can't. I mean, what was it? Was it fifteen wins? I think it was yeah. in the end, something like that. You know, mm. yeah. Leclerc's had, no Leclerc's had struggles. Dancers had struggles. You can't say the Mercedes pair. You know, you can't say the McLaren pair. No, all you can say about George Russell is, is Mr. You know, it's, it's the typical Mr. Consistent. You know, for God knows how long he was staying in the top five, but that don't mean anything really. So, surprise of the season. This could be good, bad, anything. What's what's the one moment this year, or the one thing this year that you thought didn't expect that? Okay, my and Paul. That's a good shout, that. Very good shout. Mm. I, w- I was going to say as a joke, Latifi getting provisional, Paul. <laughs> no, that, that's, yeah, that's a really good shout. Not Latifi, I mean Magnuson. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a great shout, Tony. That's Tony Man. Russell win. I didn't think it'd come this year. I think I thought it'd come. Maybe next season. You love him, think, don't you? You do love him. And I, I, is is right. I, it's just the way he talks just strikes me as extremely boring. But is a is a good guy, Pro, absolute professional driver, Mercedes driver for a long, long time. He has got all the talent. Is is I mean he's in an absolutely amazing position in life, isn't he? Like, come on, who wouldn't want to be him right now? Um, Better driver than Bottas, I think he's he's pushing that car. No, and he's Give aggressive it. as well. He's, he's not just a nice guy and stuff like that. And what winds me up always looks like he's bloody close to tears every time you see him. Uh, I mean, but he 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 has he has got some balls as well. Mm. He will put up a bit of a fight, and you know he's, he's happy to fight against Lewis Hamilton, who was his teammate. Yeah, I'll give him it. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, he's he's not he's not overawed by this is Lewis Hamilton, seven-time world champion, where I mm. think Bottas was. Maybe you know because he he went through the whole Bottas two point didn't he? And he grew a little bit of a beard. I mean, it's nothing on James's beard, um, but it, it was just still the same fucking. Bet driver like oh Bottas 2.0. George actually don't give a fuck. He'll take it to Lewis and 
Kyle Hobart. Well, yeah. Was this this is his first season, isn't it? I'm sure this is his first season. First, first full season of Mac. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think he'd do it this year. I thought he'd yeah. do it next year. I mean, I've googled it now. He's 24. I know. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I, well, I think my surprise, my surprise of the year was how bad Mac designed that car. Like from. Ooh. From them to be absolutely dominant for all these years and to design something that they didn't see the purpose in, they didn't see the lack of speed, the engine, they didn't see lack of power. Every little bit that you would have thought that Mercedes would smash it, they've absolutely just got wrong to me. And I think that you can say that Red Bull got it right, which I think they 100% have. You can say Ferrari got it right and they were let down by Ferrari's line. Plans. <laughs> yeah, with shit, shit strategies. But the fact that Merck got it so wrong and like we just touched on at the beginning, that has affected Williams, Aston Martin, anyone with a Mercedes engine because they've got every aspect of that car wrong. Yeah. That's true. Mm. Well, that's I true. like the Magnuson one. I, I, I do. I think that's a great shout. I also think that you're right with George. Getting a win this year was quite a surprise. Mm. Um, my last one, favourite podcast moment. Oh, I was about to ask that one as well. Oh, yeah. okay. Sorry, sorry, I've stolen. Well, no, fine, fine. I'll, I'll go last. Okay. Tony, do you want to go first? Look nervous, so much. I, I did nervous. Mm. Yeah, that was probably my favorite. What was your favorite? The the one where we 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 got you, we got what, you. What were the queen what, during the queen's death? I'm not. I'm not going to say that, Mark. That wasn't my favorite point in the podcast. It was <laughs> getting. It was getting one royally over you. <laughs> And you were very, very confused. That that very also a very weird podcast as well. I mean, oh. I was all for wearing oh, the suit. Was, it was amazing. And some of the jokes. I, I mean, the clowns—they all came out. Um, I had—I mean, I had three days off before that. I was absolutely the preparation that went into that. Incredible. Yeah, I, I don't think you slept for them three days either, and that—that's oh, why it got so bloody exciting. weird. It was like I was going to step on stage. It was like, oh, I hope this goes well. What, what did you do? Well, I stuck a suit on. I didn't sleep for three days. And I drank a case of Red Bull. Yeah. And then I pressed record. <laughs> yeah. Why did you do that? To celebrate the Queen dying and to confuse Mark. Yeah. Um, mm, that was an interesting moment on this podcast. <laughs> 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 that was amazing. <laughs> I've still not got it. It was, it was your face through most of it. You're like, yeah. wearing a dressing gown. It's it's summer. Why is James wearing a dressing gown? It's too hot. And then also, he's got, yeah. Yeah. There was feelings in that. I don't think I felt rage as much as I have ever during that episode. <laughs> I literally wanted to drive to Singles Farm and kill someone on this podcast. Because, you know, James. I respect him. He went along with it. 
I knew where that had come from because it was only fucking made in one person's <laughs> mind on here. Wasn't me. The imagination. Wow. What can I say? It was amazing. Can't wait for next season. And what, what more fun it will bring. Uh, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're going to talk about that. I don't think you're going to host one again next season. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. Fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. There was also jokes that only you got, and even James didn't pick on them. Pick up on yeah, it. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was like Floyd had fucking taken it up. Oh, Entertainment. It was like the Beatles album that was weird as fuck. Yes, <laughs> that, that was it. Yeah, it, the, it was the Yellow Submarine. All yeah. the Beatles on the bloody, you know, space cakes arrows. Uh, yeah, yeah. weird. You got to switch it up, make it interesting. You just got to switch it up sometimes. Okay. I think my favourite podcast moment was Tony shitting himself. <laughs> yes! Which nobody would ever have known if I hadn't opened up about it. I mean, your face... Yeah, well, let's, let's you, you, if you weren't at all, as Beth would have. Yeah, and but, your I mean, face was uncomfortable during the episode, so we knew something was going on, just not to that extent. I mean, passion... Compassion, dedication, commitment, unparalleled. Incontinence um, is what you, one of them. Paralleled. There's no it's never happened before. No it's never happened No, it's just lack of control of your bowels. It's never happened since. And it will never happen again. This is when Today's I get... sponsor, Tenor Men. This is when I get a text <laughs> off your wife saying, it has happened since, and it has happened before. <laughs> It's happened right now. He's actually in the garden. I, you know, I needed the fresh air. Can we stop? It's, it's, it's pulling up childhood memories. That I just don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> what, what I liked about that was that became pretty much part of a topic for a good six episodes after that, and then it came back again towards the end. Oh yeah, I, yeah, and uh, and even even. In F1 world, they were playing up with it as well. Like Seb Vettel dropping dropping comments. Like yeah. there you go, guys. Like any others? I think was that Yuki as well. Did he drop a yeah. comment in there as well? Yeah, like, yeah. so many. Well timed. Yeah, it was brilliant. So I mean, absolute ramifications. More than my pants. Um, I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. uh... What any other memorable moments there? Can we? Move on. Oh, I, I, I've got a few. So there was the fact that none of us could pronounce uh, Zhou Guan Yu's name for <laughs> half of the season. Yep. Um, Go on, Mark. You remember what I did. Well, Sebastian Ocon. Sebastian Ocon. Oh, yeah. Sebastian Ocon. Insulting various countries oh, was, it, was it the no it was the Mexico yeah the, Mexico. I, I, I it was the last episode or the episode before we pretty much got, um, upset a country in every hemisphere of the planet mm. Mm. yep what else did you have mm. James what, what else was your favourite moment so I'm I'm just going to share my screen okay oh, oh Jesus mate, you've, disabled is... the, you've, you've disabled screen sharing what the hell why apparently yeah. it's probably for the best I wouldn't even know how to do that. Allow, uh, allow participants to share screen. How about now? There we go. 
Uh, hopefully, everyone who's just listening to this and not watching it on YouTube will be able to hear the audio, but we'll share this all on the on the socials as well. Are we ready? Yeah. Look at all these tabs. Oh, Jesus. The fucking VFC! Someone needs to fucking say something! It's a fucking disgrace! Our fucking players! It's fucking players! Out of the way! <laughs> fucking joke! It's gone! It's fucking gone! It's fucking two seconds away now! <laughs> You know what's even better about that? He's not ranting about the Formula One race. He's ranting because his Amazon delivery didn't fucking come to the door. <laughs> he fucking done it again. He's two stops away now. That was something that I wanted to bring up. The amount of fucking times George Russell smashed into people and ruining my picks on the prediction. Um, um, so that one where speeding after, with the VSC. Oh, what race was that? I've totally forgot about that. I totally I forgot. Don't, I don't, I don't know, but if, if you want, if you want to play a very quick game, um, oh, yeah. um, let's play this. Tony, what race was this one? Oh, it was this one. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, what race was this one, Tony? <laughs> if this is the duck, no. <laughs> Sorry, for the benefit of the listeners, that was about two or three videos that um, Tony's wife had sent me of Tony asleep. <laughs> While he was fully committed <laughs> to the podcast and making notes on the races, uh, we'll get them on the socials anyway, oh, so you can see them. I love it. Uh, so I, I have also, I have also been talking to the wives. Um, okay. Uh, including including yours, Mark. I'm really glad that you're looking a little bit nervous now because I wasn't sure if Katie may have said something to you or not. No. Um, but yeah, I just thought you know what I'll I'll. We, we mentioned them quite a lot in, during the weeks and we, we know that the rant about us when we're doing this there in the other rooms, messaging each other on WhatsApp, probably slagging us off and everything else like that. Mm-hmm. So I messaged them. You said, oh, you know, you know let, let us know a little bit more about that, which is why Beth sent me a hell of a lot of videos. Um, got some feedback from um, Katie. A little bit of feedback from, um, from, from Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, Katie. Thanks for all of this. Um, I'm just going through it now. Uh, what we got? So, yeah, all those videos that Beth just sent me. Um, Beth mentioned the extent of Tony's notes, which at times is absolutely fuck all. <laughs> um, that happened on a couple of occasions, all right? Sometimes the mind is, is far better than, than any paper that you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, I thought it was funny when Mark said about the honeymoon and the wedding. Uh, he loves the fact that the Welsh couple met in Menorca, promote the show whilst on a pop shop in Florida. Oh, yeah. Um, Mark makes me laugh when he hates talking about poo on the podcast, but it always ends up a topic. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Yeah. Mark, the comment 
after my wedding, that was golden. That was very good. Um, oh, I think it went more a lot. Crotch than your wife did on the wedding night. Oh, very good. <laughs> very good. <laughs> very good. I was proud of that one. I I'll give you that one. Yeah, that was good. Uh, oh, it is a good one. Just going back to one of Tony's favourite moments. Um, Katie message saying, "Quote from Mark: The Queen episode was the worst fucking episode where I lost it. <laughs> Them two twats in fucking suits." I don't know what was better. Like one, we 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 got him, and two, we pissed him off royally. I don't oh. know. What was more like. <laughs> Katie got an absolute earful. Because I was so fucking raging. <laughs> I ranted for Why? so long. Oh, I'm, I'm not surprised. It's just fun. No, it wasn't. It wasn't fun. It was. It was. There, there, there was two times in this season where you royally fucked off, Mark Tony. One of them was the suits. Now, granted, I played it. I played along with that. Um, the rest of it all you. The other one, I'm all getting tired and ready for bed. And so he's like, I think we should do a P3. Yeah, we should do a P3. And you could see it in Mark's face if you watch the YouTube video. But you could also hear it in his voice if you just listen to the Spotify, which is like, yep, right, bye. <laughs> because he saw the timer, and I'm sure he does this on purpose. And he does, he goes and talks really slow like this. And I'm thinking, that time is when he does his predictions. If you don't fucking do the predictions now, we're gonna run out of time. And I'm like, right, we'll do it on socials. No, mate. Um, what we'll do is we'll do a fed. And I'm like, fucking hell, mate. If you just hurry up and talk, we'd have got it done with like five minutes to spare. But yeah, I lost it that night as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, still I, I did also get some. Yeah, we all love you too. I, I did also get some feedback from um. Charlie, um, yeah. Well, what was that? How good was well, that? We, we, we oh, keep saying we want to get her on here as a guest because let, let's face it, she knows more about F1 than the three of us put together probably, but let, let's face it, with Tony here, that's not hard. But <laughs> um, No, so, so, so Charlie said, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about when it comes to the pointing system, which, yeah, all right, yeah. fair dues. Um. Why the fuck does Tony always get questions wrong about Ayrton Senna when he's got a full book about him? Fuck. Uh, and why do you always insist on listening to the fucking podcast when me and your son are stuck in the car with you and we have to watch you laughing at your own jokes even though you know what's coming? Mate, I don't now, I'm not going to lie. I did get a bit upset. I did have to wipe away a tear. Mm-hmm. You know, there was nothing positive, but... I mean, there was, didn't she have anything good to say about us? You know, wow. Uh, she didn't, did she? No. No. Cheers, Charlie. Says it all. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get her on next year as a guest, and we'll just let her absolutely fucking destroy us in a quiz, which she will. When there was uh, one night after we'd done a podcast, we went upstairs and we mentioned something that we'd just done in the quiz. I think it was like name the last three people that have won the the, the championship or something. And then Charlie went and just did the last 20. Wow. And I'm sat there like, for fuck's sake, I just want to brush my teeth and go to bed. I'd, I'd love to go toe-to-toe with her in a quiz. That'd be amazing. Fucking hell. What's the point? 
because you can't you, you last between me and James. What because is the point sometimes you're going against the Lord and Savior that is Charlie when it comes to F1 stuff. You yeah, that, 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 that that be like putting Christopher Reeve up against Tyson Fury. Yeah, it's just but it's, yeah, it's the pressure. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. The pressure of the unknown. Like if I scored a single point, that would like yeah, but you wouldn't. Blow. It could be a thousand questions, and you still won't get one right. No, yeah. I would. No. Well, maybe we should do a pay per view, yeah, um, quiz. What a pay per view podcast of states of the <laughs> apex. I don't think find out who yeah. wins. That's right, folks. Next season, you want to listen to us? You've got to pay. Yeah, let's gain fraction and hype of this absolute Titanic battle. But yeah, yeah, we are we are out of time, guys. Yeah, yeah, it's gone quick. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll probably look to get another one. We'll we'll get a few more in before the season starts and stuff like that. Anyway, we might get another one in before the end of this year. Who knows? We'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, as always, massive thanks out to Cookie Cast um, and Andy. As you know, you guys listening out there, share the love. Tell everyone else your window cleaners, your dog walkers. Get them listening to this, even if you have to tie them down to make them do it. And again, to you two guys, thanks for putting up with us all. Thank you. See you until Thank next time. Bye bye. So there you go. What do you think to that Christmas special in the bag? Ah, well, if you liked this episode, if you enjoyed it, let the boys know. You can do that in many ways. You can like the podcast, share it around, comment, drop reviews, all of the good stuff. Doing all that lets these boys know that you love their podcast. You can also tell them by jumping over to the website, which is thecookiecast.com, and drop them a line. We've got social media links, email buttons. You can get in touch with them and say, hey, we love this podcast. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. How awesome is that? So awesome. you got to like, share, and subscribe.